0: This is Isabel in Sandemans Conversations with Neighbors. This is a podcast to spark conversations among neighbors about happenings in and around Sandemans. I am Isabel in Sandemans, and I'm happy to be one of your neighbors. In today's episode, I had the chance to interview Bill and Ted experts Kelly Bullock and Jason Mears. You might ask, how are they Bill and Ted experts? Well, these two guys. Our hosts of the podcast, Sandy Miss Today, that explores all things Bill and Ted, and their friendship and connection has a lot to do with Bill and Ted, both watching the movies together and being inspired by Bill and Ted's friendship over the years from the time Kelly and Jason were young kids in their suburb near Nashville all the way through today in 2020. Also, one quick note is that this episode was recorded way before the global pandemic. And since we recorded this episode, the release date for Bill and Ted Face the Music has changed a couple times. Currently, it is scheduled to be released on August 28th in limited theaters and on demand. So I hope you enjoy this interview.
1: Excellent.
0: All right, today I have a special interview with Bill and Ted experts, Kelly Bolick and Jason Mears. They are hosts of the podcast, Sandemus Today, that explores all things Bill and Ted. Welcome to the show, guys.
1: Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you.
0: So I just want to talk a little bit about how we came to collaborate on this episode. If you've been listening to Isabel and Sandimus, uh, you know, I recently launched in November of 2019, and um, I'm really into getting feedback from my listeners. And one of my great listeners early on suggested that I dedicate an episode to Bill and Ted because here we are in San Dimas, and why not? And uh, the Bill & Ted uh, third installment of the series is coming out this year. So I thought that sounded like a great idea. I I am embarrassed to admit that I had never seen Bill & Ted before doing my research for this episode, but as a San Demas resident, I think it's important that I you know, got into that cultural experience. So as I was doing some research, I found another podcast on the World Wide Web called Sandimus Today, and that's how I found Kelly and Jason. So they are self-proclaimed Bill and Ted experts, and they agreed to do the show with me. So here we are.
2: (laughs) All right. Hey, hey, a shout out to that listener you have for suggesting this whole thing. It's a
1: (laughs) a great idea for a show. I I am all about anybody talking about Bill and Ted at any point. So
0: good job. and yes, it's I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. So why don't we just jump right in, Kelly and Jason. Tell me just a little bit about yourselves and your uh podcast, Sandy Miss Today.
2: Well, so uh Jason and I, we uh we've been best friends since nineteen ninety. Yeah. A very long like time. That. A very long yeah. time. Yeah. Uh and we you know, we're we're forty one year olds now. Uh old men. Yes. <laughs> but yep. But uh, one of the things we became friends, really, one of the things that we became friends over or enjoyed together, (coughs) pardon me, found a common interest in, was Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure.
1: Right, from a young age, we both just loved the movie so much, and uh, throughout our entire lives, it's been a touchstone for for both Kelly and I, and it's been something that we could always come back to, and uh, I had recently... A couple of years ago, I moved back down to nashville where we 're based i'd lived in Chicago for a while, and uh, Kelly and I were looking for a project to do and we're, we were like well let 's why don 't we talk about bill and ted we 're talking about Bill and Ted anyway so, uh,
2: <laughs> we, so yeah, yeah we were lucky enough our our, our good friend michael Eades, uh he 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 's been doing a podcast since forever uh, called We Own this Town, which is a music, podcast about music uh, local to the Nashville area and recently over the last couple of years he's kind of grown that into a podcast network and so uh, that I think sort of spurred us to kind of come up with an idea for a podcast and this this was the what we came up with <laughs> it,
1: what, nice. what's, been fun, what, what's been fun about it is we started and it was just gonna be Kelly and I talking about Bill and Ted and different things about Bill and Ted and like the soundtrack and the movies and the cartoons and the serials and just talking about that and it was just gonna be Kelly and I and then uh, Michael You know, suggested that maybe we go out on a limb and try and get some interviews with people involved in the movie. And uh, we were like, oh, nobody's ever going to want to talk to us. And it's actually worked out a lot. We've talked to a lot of people involved with different aspects of uh, the movies and the shows and the comic books. It's been phenomenal. We've talked to uh, people who've been nominated for Oscars and Emmys. And it's just, it's been really, really cool getting to talk to these people who were so involved with this thing that we love so much.
0: Awesome. Can you just name a few of those folks who you've been able to interview on your show?
2: So uh, the first interview we did was actually with the co-creator and co-writer of Bill & Ted, uh, uh, Chris Madison. Um, we talked to actor Terry Camilleri who plays Napoleon. Diane Franklin who uh,
1: played one of the princesses in the first film. She was also in uh, Better Off Dead and a bunch of 80s stuff. You'd recognize her in a heartbeat if you saw her. Uh, we, we talked to uh, composer David Newman it was really fascinating just getting a look into his process and how you go about composing music for a film yeah. Super he's cool. he's
2: part of the most Oscar nominated family in history because he's his dad and his two brothers and his cousin is Randy Newman it was just wild yeah it's nuts it's wow that's
0: that well what a cool opportunity well <laughs> I'm gonna link to your podcast in my show notes so for any uh, Bill and Ted aficionados out there you can check out Kelly and Jason's podcast at com slash Bill and Ted I will have a link there to their show Sandemus today so if you're interested in hearing more about all those cool interviews that they've had check it out um So I know you guys, I listened to a couple of your episodes and you talked about not only did your friendship start just over Bill and Ted, but you guys lived like in the same town or proximity to each other. Is that how how this all started?
2: Yep. We grew up in the suburbs of Nashville in a town called Hendersonville. Kind of a
1: uh, San Dimas to L.A um Hendersonville to uh Nashville yeah so yeah that's that's about right I yeah think. yeah uh so yeah we grew up we went to middle school together went to science camp together you know high school together uh, even went to college together for a little while mm-hmm. um you know it, uh, uh,
2: we even work together now <laughs> <laughs> we work for the same company now it's it's insane
1: uh for for about a year we were working 20 feet away from each other which is It was almost too much.
0: (laughs) So you guys are like a real-life Bill and Ted. (laughs) Yeah, kind of, yeah.
1: It's close. It's close, yeah.
0: (laughs) So tell me, what was it like? Because I was too young to be conscious of when Bill and Ted came out. But what was it like? Was there a lot of hype when the movie originally came out? Was this something that was like a big you know, pop culture phenomenon or what, you know, how old were you? What was, what was the situation?
1: So it, it kind of caught everybody by surprise. Nobody expected the movie to do anything. It barely got publicized whatsoever. Uh, Keanu Reeves had maybe been in two movies at that point. Nobody Mm -hmm. really knew who, who he was. Alex Winter had been in Lost Boys, but he was like, you know, vampire number six. Uh, (laughs) So, you know, George, George Carlin was clearly the biggest name associated with Mm -hmm. that movie. Okay. And then, after that, probably Jane Weedlin was the, the second most, you know, recognizable. Right, name from, right. From, she from was
2: the first a guitar film. player in the Go Go's, who were huge at the time. Right. Mm-hmm. And she played Joan of Arc.
0: Okay.
1: So, um, it, the movie had been shelved for a couple of years because, uh, the studio that bankrolled it went bankrupt and, uh, Nobody thought it was going to come out. And then they just decided in February to dump the movie in theaters, see if it would do anything. And it it kind of exploded. I mean, it it really did become a huge cultural touchstone. What's interesting is uh, Wayne's World, I think, also premiered the sketch on Saturday Night Live. Didn't it also premiere like that week or right around when Bill and Ted? uh,
2: It it must have. That sounds right. So,
1: you know, a lot of people were like, well, Wayne's World was clearly patterned off of... Bill and Ted, but not quite. The timing makes it look like that, but those guys have been working on that act for a while too. But there was clearly something in the cultural zeitgeist that America was hungry for, kind of aloof teenage friendships <laughs> at that point. Um, and, and the movie did really well. It, it it brought in a lot of money, and they greenlit a sequel immediately. And uh, yeah, it, and th- then it just kind of took off. There were cartoons, action figures. Breakfast cereals. I mean, comic books.
0: <laughs> yeah, I. You mentioned comics. I didn't even realize that that uh, mm-hmm. took off yeah. as well.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. If you want to know more about that, we we interviewed the guy who did the comics, Evan uh, Dorkin. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. So, um, so for anyone who's listening who maybe needs a refresher on Bill and Ted, or maybe has never seen the movie, unfortunately, can why don't you guys give us a quick recap or. You know, summary of of what the story is about and what we need to know about Bill and Ted.
1: I'll let Kelly take this one, but I would say to anybody out there who is listening to this podcast, put this podcast on pause and then go watch both the Bill and Ted movies (laughs) and come back. But anyway, Kelly.
2: Yeah. Um. Okay. I'll start here. Um. So you have two guys in high school. uh, They're both failing their history class. Um, They get visited by uh, a time traveling phone booth. Uh, and a guy named rufus and he's there to help them uh uh uh, pass their history report so uh they can form their band and save the world Uh, i guess really at the beginning of the movie it starts in this futuristic world and and george carlin who plays rufus gets in the phone booth to go visit them but you don't really know what's happening yet uh so he gives these guys a phone booth um for their history report, they start traveling in time and have to gather very. They gather various characters from history, including Billy the Kid, uh, Abraham Lincoln, Napoleon, um, Na- Napoleon, uh, Socrates, Socrates, <laughs> Socrates, yes, <laughs> as he's called them, <laughs> and various characters. And you know, uh, long story short, they do this history report at the end of the movie, and it's incredible. And they pass their history report, um, and it, I you know. I don't know how, how in-depth we want to get with our recap here, but... <laughs> right, but the, the movie
1: does end with them playing some music, and they're terrible, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. one of
2: George Carlin, I think the last line of the movie is, they do get better. They do get better, yeah. right, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the plot line is pretty simple, but what do you think made it so um, epic as far as a, you know, a, a cult classic that's you know oh. still around to this day?
1: It's it's just so good-natured. I yep. mean, it's just so positive. There, There's maybe, you know, we've talked about a few of the negative things in the movie, like things that, if it were made today, it would be done differently. Um, but it, their friendship is so pure, yep. mm-hmm. and they're so supportive of each other, and everything is just positive. I mean, it's just... You can
2: really tell, like Alex and Keanu, uh, the friendship that they formed doing that movie, and they're playing off of each other. It's just... I mean, that really sells the whole thing.
1: It really does. And mm-hmm. and you you've got the the sequence in the mall where you've got these uh, historical uh, figures like in an eighties mall just kind mm-hmm. of being themselves. <laughs> yeah. Sigmund, Sigmund Freud like trying to flirt with those girls at the food court. I mean, it just, yeah, it, yeah.
2: Joan, it just, Joan of Arc jazzercising. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, they definitely run into some uh, challenges along the way, I guess we could say, you know, when they're all caught up in the sheriff's station and uh, how to get them out. So so there's definitely some uh, little entertaining tidbits here and there as we go Well, throughout the film, obviously, but just in addition to collecting historical figures, they're also uh, dealing with the struggles of time travel and Mm -hmm. cultural differences that come up. Um so, you know, here we are here I am sitting in San Dimas. You guys are in Nashville, I presume. But so why do you think the film was set in San Demas? What significance does San Dimas have? You know, I think for those of us who live here, you know, we feel like it's a pretty small town. Why did we get chosen to be put on the map?
2: <laughs> I you know, I think Ed Solomon and Chris Madison who who really created the characters and they were, you know, they they started out in the L.A. area doing comedy, and I just think they really were going for that kind of valley guy, sort of good natured, dim witted guy. And I, you know, I don't know that I've ever seen anything to say exactly why San Dimas was chosen, but I think it seemed like that perfect L.A. suburb that really fit fit those characters. Though, you know, I don't know, Jason. Do you? Did they?
1: Yeah, I, I think my. My recollection is uh, San Dimas for them was kind of uh, a shorthand for an I- idyllic uh, Southern California upbringing. You know, if you're in San Dimas, you're living in a good town. Things are pretty safe. You're not going to have to worry about getting mugged at night. You know, it's 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 a pleasant place to live. And mm-hmm. it. I think that's why they chose it. And, and I think San Dimas, uh, just because there's some specificity there. When you're writing comedy, uh, the key to comedy is specificity. And so the fact that they chose San Dimas and they were able to throw in things like San Dimas High School football rules, yeah. which is an iconic line, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be it wouldn't be if it were just some sort of random town. Yeah. You know?
2: And it rolls off the tongue in that way, like San Dimas. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know if like San Fernando Valley really <laughs> has the same effect. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well definitely watching the movie I could I could feel that vibe. Like you said, it's, you know, there are the scenes in the neighborhood. It's a very suburban neighborhood. You know, you have the kids playing little league, the palm trees. It's like sunny Southern California. It's like, yeah, that does feel like San Dimas to me. And I think that, you know, people living in San Dimas listening to this will feel, um, you know, uh, uh, proud of our town like you just said you know it's an idyllic upbringing of course you know now in 2020 we we have some of our problems but you know for the most part it is a good middle-class neighborhood to to settle down and have a family and to um, set a story like this and really have a concrete place in mind well and, and you know of course they have the water park in the film mm-hmm. um you know little things like the Circle K which is still here and I think is probably still here because of the prominence that <laughs> Bill and Ted brought to it I, I can't remember the last time I've seen a Circle K in business except for in San Dimas do you guys have Circle Ks around you
1: There there are we a do. few yeah there are a few there, there are some holdouts and it's great uh and I I'm pretty active on the Bill and Ted Facebook uh groups um, I I like charting and tracking the bill and Ted news and there's at least one person a day who who checks in at a circle K at some point and, you know it, it's nice at some point, I'm like, okay, come, come on, guys. We, we get it. There's a Circle K. But still, you can't be mad at them because they're in love with the fact that they're seeing a Circle K, and their touchdown for that is Bill and Ted. So,
0: Where we are in Southern California, I don't see that many Circle Ks, but there is definitely a Circle K in San Dimas. It is up and running, and it's a, a nostalgic place for a lot of people when they think of Bill and Ted. It's, it's, oh, sure, it's sure. right there in downtown San Dimas. Now, now, you guys have visited San Dimas, right?
2: We did very briefly back uh, over Labor Day weekend. Um, we had a trip with some friends, uh, stayed out in Joshua Tree, and then went and stayed in Venice Beach for a night. So, on our way from Joshua Tree to Venice Beach, of course, we had to stop in San Dimas. <laughs> yeah.
1: And Kelly and I got a great picture in front of a couple great pictures in front of the high school. You guys have that nice little. Mural there that says uh, San Dimas uh, celebrating excellence for 50 years or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, it's, so we got that, and then we got a picture underneath uh, San Dimas High School, and it, and it was and
2: stopped at the Circle K. Yep, yeah, and
1: we did stop at the Circle <laughs> K, and I did check in there and post to the uh, Bill of dead Facebook pages. So the
0: yeah. Circle K in San Dimas. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I wish there was a phone oh, man. at that. Oh, it'd be K. perfect. <laughs> I know.
2: I know. There should be. Yeah. Somebody needs to talk to the owner. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. what I mean did you have any impressions of San Dimas when you came to visit any did it remind you of the film at all <laughs> it
1: was it was beautiful and yeah. I mean like not just the weather but it, everything we saw was just very very
2: yes yeah, it, it struck us as you know middle to upper class super pleasant, yeah.
1: super pleasant I mean like I was I felt relaxed being in San Dimas as crazy as that sounds but just The fact that we had gone there and it was something kelly and i had talked about for years and just being there and it being so nice it was it it was pleasantly surprising
0: yeah it's a pretty homey town i would say especially you know you're going from joshua tree to venice beach it's kind of like you know that's that cozy little spot in the middle
2: yeah 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 now can i ask you have you been to the water park there
0: I have as a kid. and I can't say that I've been recently. um, I just have images of little children peeing in the water. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, it is. I mean, it is here. It's uh, iconic. You know, people come from all over the area to go to raging waters. So uh, yeah, that is another uh, one of the few claim to fames that San Dimas has.
1: (laughs) Do Do you guys have like mini golf? or putt putt in Sandimus. Uh,
0: we don't have mini golf. We do have a bowling alley which okay. made an appearance in the movie as well. <laughs> um, you know, one of those typical bowling alleys from like the 70s. So mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then you know, the, we got the sheriff station, a lot of little things. One thing we don't have in San Dimas was a mall. When the mall came up in the movie, I was like, "Wow, that is way too big town <laughs> for us. Sandimus is Small town.
1: Right, right.
0: <laughs> for LA, that is. For the yeah, LA and, and I mean,
1: to be fair, that mall is insane anyway. I I, yeah. I I can't say that I've ever been in a mall that had an ice skating
0: rink. <laughs> yeah. It was <laughs> you know, it was pretty huge.
1: Yeah, and I, I grew up in the 80s. I was in a lot of malls. But, you know, my mom cut hair in malls. I spent a lot of time there. I never saw yeah. uh, that. I never saw a jazzercise class, <laughs> you know?
2: I
0: think I
1: remember
2: some sizing, but, okay. you know.
0: Well, they had to have something for everyone, right? They had to have something yeah. for uh, Joan of Arc, for mm-hmm. Freud, like you said, Socrates, mm-hmm. Genghis Khan. They had to have something yeah. for Genghis Khan. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone, everyone had a had a, a shop to go to. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> what was that? The Oshman Sporting Goods. Yes. Yes. I do remember yeah. those. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, so uh, well. I mean, it, the. The original movie itself was such a phenomenon, and now here we are. I, how many years later is it that, that we're, they're coming out with a third?
1: 31, 31, yep. 31
0: yep. years. So, um, what do you guys know about the new movie coming out this year and I actually didn't see the sequel so I'm curious to know how important do you think it is to watch the sequel before watching the third movie
1: definitely do it yep definitely you you need to do it
2: (laughs) one of the main characters in the sequel that is not in the first film is going to be one of the main characters in the in the latest
1: and and that's the grim reaper and honestly the, the grim reaper William Sadler's portrayal of the grim reaper is just It's one of the best things in both of the movies. Mm -hmm. He's just fantastic. It is hilarious. Okay. Uh, Totally worth seeing it. He's going to be in the third one. So uh, the official plot of Bill and Ted Face the Music is that uh, the guys are in middle age. Uh, They've not written the song that's going to save the world. A visitor from the future comes and tells them that they have 78 minutes to write the song that's going to save the world. And all of time and space starts I think bending in on each other Mm -hmm. and the structure of the universe starts collapsing, uh, and the guys and their daughters who are uh, teenager, maybe 20 something daughters, uh, have to save the world.
0: Oh, wow. That sounds really intense. (laughs) (laughs) It does. It
2: does. And, and we know so far, uh, the grim reaper will be back, uh, uh, Cuddy is going to have a major role in the movie, and huh. he's playing himself. He's playing himself. That's yeah. right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and
0: is it set in San Dimas again?
2: It's set in San Dimas, but disclaimer: none of the movies were ever actually filmed in San Dimas. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's so, okay. <laughs>
2: uh, <clears throat> the first two were primarily filmed in uh, Tempe, Arizona, in the Phoenix area, and then the latest film was filmed in New Orleans uh, last summer
0: okay oh so it's yeah. already been filmed oh
1: yeah yep. it's, it's oh, in yeah. post-production now it is in okay. post-production it is coming out on august 21st 2021
0: okay Tw- oh wait 2020 2020 i'm sorry 2020
1: <laughs> oh man rookie mistake so i was terrible. like
0: wait next year okay so august yep. 21st 2020 is the mm-hmm. release date yes Okay, yeah, I've I've been seeing little snippets in the news. They'll they'll be like a new still has been released, you know, and you get one oh, yeah. picture, and <laughs> there's so much hype around just the one photo.
2: Mm-hmm. Alex Winter uh, has shown up in a Walmart commercial that debuted on the Super Bowl as uh, as both young uh, Bill and old Bill. So, pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Or we'll say older Bill. Yeah,
1: older Bill. Yeah. Older. <laughs> older. Older Bill. <laughs>
0: So, do you guys think this is going to be the last movie in the Bill and Ted universe? Do you think it's going to be a trilogy and they're going to wrap it up? Or do you think yeah. there's always potential for more that's, Bill and Ted? Yeah, I,
2: that's what my gut tells me. I, I think it's done
1: after this. Um, and I'm okay with that. I, ne- yeah. I was never expecting to get a third one. Um, you know, there's a chance maybe this thing makes a billion dollars and then they carry it on with their daughters. But I just don't see that happening. Um, one, Sam Weaving is blowing up right now i mean she's oh, she's right. gonna be the... like a major movie star um so i i just i don't i don't see it happening i think uh when we spoke to chris matheson one of the co-creators he was like you know i'm, I'm retired from screenwriting now bill and, ted <laughs> <Okay>. Faith, <laughs> the, Fa- bill and ted face the music is the last screenplay that he's going to write and i can't see any further stuff being done without both chris matheson and ed solomon sure uh um, yeah. manning manning the script so there's it was a labor of love for both of them, and I, I think this is going to be it.
0: Okay. So, do, I mean, do you think they're going to wrap it up nicely and save the universe and, you know, write that song?
1: I mean, they better. Yeah. <laughs> <They're>
0: better.
2: <laughs> I'll be so disappointed if they don't save the universe. <gasps> <laughs> I
1: mean, that's where it's heading. Isabel, towards, I hadn't right? even thought about
2: that. Man, I don't know.
1: I need a minute. I need a minute.
0: <laughs> I feel like I need some closure. You know, it's like if, if they leave us hanging, it's like, well,. What good is that going to be?
1: Right, right, right. I don't know. I, you know, I, I, I hope they come together with their daughters, and I, I hope the four of them
0: write it.
2: Yeah. That, you know? that would be awesome. That, that would be pretty nice, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That, that would make a good ending to the story. I, I well, think so. Well, we, we can only speculate until August, and then um, maybe we'll, we'll send some emails back and forth and, and review the movie after we've all seen it.
2: Absolutely. That would be awesome.
1: Yeah for sure. And you've got to see Bogus Journey. You've got to see oh, Bogus yeah. Journey. Okay. It's
0: just,
2: it is weird. It is a very strange strange movie. It it just it jumps off the cliff from from the end of the first one. And it's it's beautiful though. It's <laughs> just so weird and beautiful.
0: Awesome. Well, uh I, that's you know, I think uh that was all, all, most of my questions. Is there anything else you guys wanted to add? Anything uh, my listeners need to know about Bill and Ted or, or the uh, Face the Music that's coming out in August?
1: Uh, you know, just go. Enjoy it. There, We live in a world with very few pure things, yeah. and I think this is probably going to be the last pure thing that this planet produces before... <laughs> it's,
2: it's true. Before we just... <laughs> Collapse on ourselves. Yeah, 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 so this is it. We're, we're, <laughs> we're Kelly and I are really it's, hanging our head on this movie. Like so. the, the, we're, we're thinking it'll be the brightest spot of of twenty twenty. But right, you know, right.
0: <laughs> well, as Bill and Ted say, "Be excellent to each other." It's like, how pure can you get with that?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's the purest thing. The only thing you can say to that is, you know, party on,
0: dudes. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thanks so much, you guys, for joining me today. Uh, That's Kelly Bullock and Jason Mears from San Dimas Today. We had a lot of fun chatting about uh, good old Bill and Ted. And uh, one last thought that I just had. uh, So I have twin boys. They're a year and a half. And uh, my husband, after we watched... Bill and Ted the other day, he said we made the biggest mistake. We should have named them William and Theodore. Uh, I,
1: it's not too late. <laughs> it's it's not <laughs> too you late. Can go back. Yeah, I <laughs> I happen to know a lawyer. Um, I I will say this. Uh, I have a daughter um, and I have a son, and my son's name is Theodore Logan Mears.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> good old Ted. And he's got the yep. greatest wife
2: ever to yeah. let him do that. Oh yeah yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> it's a great name. <laughs> You know, we've never even said that on our show. I've never, oh, I, yeah. I've never mentioned that uh, Teddy's <laughs> name is Teddy. That's funny. Right.
0: <laughs> well, you'll have to uh, link to this episode so your your listeners could uh, could get some more insight.
1: <laughs> for sure. Well, thanks for having us on. We really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, thank you.
2: Yeah, thanks, Isabel. Thank you, Sandymas listeners.
0: What did you think of my show with Kelly and Jason today? Did you learn anything new about Bill and Ted or was this just a nice reminder of watching Bill and Ted back in the day? What were some of your favorite Bill and Ted memories, either growing up in San Dimas or watching the movies in your youth? Feel free to share and comment on my website, isabelandsandimas.com slash Bill and Ted. And my personal tidbit for the week, this might be kind of strange, but before I launched this podcast, I actually really didn't listen to podcasts that much. I didn't understand the podcast phenomenon. My friends who knew that I started a podcast would say, that's weird that you started a podcast. You don't even like podcasts. But as I've gotten into podcasting, I've done a lot more research. I listened to a podcast about podcasting. And of course, with having Kelly and Jason on the show, you know, I listened to a couple of their episodes. I've listened to podcasts of other guests that I've had on the show. So as I've become a podcaster, I have slowly started to get into podcasting. And I really like that intimacy or like personal connection that you have with the host. It's different than just listening to, I don't know, the news or the radio. You definitely feel a closer connection to someone. So I hope you feel that listening to my podcast and thanks for listening today. I am Isabel Sandemus. If you like the show, feel free to subscribe, leave a review, tell a friend or neighbor follow me on Facebook. And I always invite you to drop me a line on my website, IsabelAndSanDemis.com. if there's anything you'd like to hear about in a future episode. As I said, this episode was completely inspired by one listener's message to me. So you never know if you send me a message and your topic might be the topic of a future episode. I look forward to chatting with you next time. Take care.